This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. The understanding of what really is abolishes all that seems to be. As we grow in spiritual wisdom, we become naturally astute in our conversations. We do not provoke other people's anger and ridicule by seeing truths that ignorant minds are incapable of understanding and may react aggressively towards to protect their untruthful life force. We develop an intuitive sense of what to say and when. Wise individuals often say very little but what they say tends to hit the mark. Such remarks can remain in the recipient's mind for a long time, possibly a lifetime. Wisdom carries power. While we are learning to recognize spiritual reality, we are also learning to understand the complexities of regular human interaction. We are learning about the meaning and purpose of our interactional problems. Interactional problems are our lessons, writes Donna. Valeria interviews Donna Goddard, the author of Love and Devotion book series and the Creative Spirit book series. Donna Goddard is an author and shares her love for the divine and the world with a large international audience. She lives in Melbourne, Australia. Meet Donna at DonnaGoddard.com and linktr.ee backslash Donna Goddard. Here's the interview with Donna Goddard. In your own words, who am I speaking with today? <laughs> My name is Donna Goddard and I'm an author of spiritual books, fiction and nonfiction. What is life to you? My whole purpose in writing and in everything I do is very spiritually driven. So life for me is all about spirit, my spirit, your spirit, everyone's spirit, and what we're doing with that in this wonderful opportunity we're given in this lifetime. What do you think is the opposite of life? The opposite of life is not death because death is death of the body is inevitable. A life carries on. So the opposite of life is no energy, no life force, no spirit, such a darkness that Uh, No essence of the loving life force can live there. What is the purpose of the human experience? Undoubtedly to evolve. At this time, what is the purpose of your life? Certainly the same, to evolve. And once we become better at 
sorting out our own problems, understanding how to live well and happily, we're not so much driven by suffering as we're driven by fulfilling our potential and helping others to do the same. What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness, in your opinion? That other people can make us happy, particularly love relationships. It's no one's fault that we think like this. It's an intrinsic part of the human structure to be driven towards the special type of love relationship. And it's full of problems because we see it as a source of happiness. If not that, then other things, of course, money, success, fame, material things. So many things people build up ideas about this will make me happy. None of it does. Happiness which lasts only comes from within and by reaching a certain state in our own consciousness. What do you love most about being in a human body? (laughs) Well, when my body is quiet, when it's not complaining, which is its ideal state, then I don't think about the human body. It just is there to do what I need and what I want. It's a joy to be able to use it, but I don't really think of it as such. Even I'm uh, involved in dancing and I still don't think about it, only as much as is necessary to be able to do what I want with it. What is healing to you? Healing is getting rid of all those things which cause us to suffer and reaching a state, an equilibrium in our consciousness where grace is present, peace, love, happiness, joy. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? It's very important to keep our freedom. Don't give it away. Don't give it to parents. Don't give it to partner. Don't give it to boss. Don't give it to anyone. Because in the end, life is not long and we're all very different to each other. And really, we're the only ones who know what we are meant to do with this lifetime and who we are meant to be with and who we want to be friends with. So it's very important, live your own life. Don't give that privilege to anyone else. It's your life. At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality? The new reality is a world which is more closely aligned with the spiritual reality. So the spiritual reality is not new, it's it's what is, that's what's always been. But the more evolved we become as a world collectively, the closer we become to that. In particular, probably the quality which helps most for us to move in that direction is to care, care about other people and care about the earth itself. If people become more caring, immediately so many problems disappear and the ones that we still have are fairly easily improved. What is your understanding and idea of love? Love in a human way is many things. It's sharing parts of ourselves. It's happiness. It's humor. It's many things on many different levels. But in essence, love is care without conditions. That does not mean we do not have tough love or we do not have boundaries. 
We do not protect ourselves. We, we do all those things, but nevertheless, we have a compassionate state of mind and heart because we understand that is the only way that keeps us whole. What is inner peace to you? Peace is a sense of stability and it's not something that one can achieve or do oneself. It's really becoming more open to the peace that's actually around us, in us, through us. It's becoming more in touch with the spiritual domain. What, where and who is God to you? God is the source of life, the source of us, more than us, much more than us. It's a surrendering to an energy. We can talk about God a lot, but it's only by experiencing God that we start to know what God is or what the spiritual domain is. It's something that must be experienced. And definitely, if people pursue that, uh, it will come their way, for sure. What is to be spiritual? And what is spirituality? To be spiritual is to be able to sense more than the physical, material domain. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you? Success is fulfilling that which is inside us, whatever that may be, the purpose that we have, are here for in this lifetime. So, why did you choose to do what you do? I don't choose it. It just is me. It's in me. Before I became an author and a writer full-time, I had a practice as a spiritual healer and counsellor for a number of years. And I'm a mother, so a lot of energy has gone into raising children. But it got to the point with my practice as a healer and counsellor that I was writing more and I felt that as we only have limited energy in life, limited time, I felt I could reach more people by writing. So I put all my energy into that. Writing and all the things that go along with that, all the different mediums that we use. It's not something that I choose. It's something I want to share what's in me, what I have learned, what I know will help people. It's, it's a drive to help the world. What was the inspiration, intention and purpose of writing your book? The inspiration, intention and purpose is always the same. It is a desire to share what I know will help people. In terms of my non-fiction books, my main series is the Love and Devotion series, which consists of four books. And the first two of those speak about my own spiritual journey, the teachers that I had and what I learned. Those two books are called The Love of Being Loving and The Love of Devotion. The next two books in that series, Love's Longing and Touched by Love, are a follow-on from the first books in the sense of elaborating on the spiritual path, the path of love. What does love mean? How do we see that in terms of other people and our own life? I have another series, which is a creative series, which has three books. One is a poetry book. One is a book about dancing from a spiritual perspective, as uh, I've been involved with dancing for many years. It has been ballroom dancing for the last 17 or so years. Before that, it was ice skating. And the other book is about writing, how to have a spiritual voice as a writer and what that involves. In terms of my fiction books, I have a series called 
the Waldemere series, W-A-L-D-M-E-E-R. It's a seven-book series and it goes through the lives of various people, their relationships and, of course, the spiritual path. And it's based in a very idyllic coastal village called Waldmere in the series, but in real life it's based on Lawn, which is a, a small coastal village, extremely beautiful with forest coming down to the sea, which I'm a frequent visitor to. It's a couple of hours from Melbourne where I live. And my new fiction series, which I started at the beginning of this year, is called Nanima, N-A-N-I-M-A, the Nanima series. And that has a different location as it's a different series. And it is based on a country town. The town is actually in real life Wellington in New South Wales. As my family relatives come from that area, In fact, my grandfather was a pioneer farmer in that area who made his own house from the stones of the river. It was a very isolated upbringing for my mother and her siblings. So farming has been in the family for generations. So that area has become uh, the basis of my new series, which again follows the lives of characters that are very dear to me, and the things that they need to do uh, to grow spiritually and emotionally and to become happier and for their relationships to evolve and become more fulfilling. In my earlier writing, it was all non-fiction writing and to a large extent me explaining what I felt would help people. After that, it developed into my creative book series as I wanted to be more creative in what I was writing. And it's only in more recent years, the past six years, that I have been writing fiction. So these days, it's mostly fiction that I'm writing as I love the opportunity to really delve into the depths of what is inside a person, what is inside a relationship. And I feel many more people can work things out if you give them stories, give them characters that they can relate to and that they are invested in. Those who would not be bothered to read nonfiction will perhaps read or listen to fiction. Thank you so much for asking me about my books and an opportunity to share it with people. I'm very grateful for that. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services and future projects? The best place is on my website, donnagoddard.com. I'm on Facebook. My books are all on Amazon and I've just finished my first audiobook, which is Waldmere, book one of the Waldmere series, and it's also available there. And the links will be attached to this podcast. We are almost at the end of our conversation and I have two final questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything in a different way? Thank you. That's a beautiful question. And you know, anyone who has had a close family member die when they were young, um, or particularly die suddenly, but it wouldn't have to be sudden, automatically does not take life for granted. My father died unexpectedly when I was 17. And it had an immense impact on my future life. I was already a very spiritual young person, 
but the awareness of how easily life can be taken away gave me great impetus to live every day uh, as best as I could and also in the way that I wanted to. So from 17 when my father died, it took probably another five years until I was 22 to make very serious decisions about my life and my life path. But from 22 on, and I'm 62 now, uh, my life was very much my own and very driven by the spiritual path. And I would say not a, there isn't a day when I don't think, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. What do I want to do with this day? Am I living the way that I want? What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Three things that I know about life for sure. God loves me. God, the divine, the divine energy. God loves me. I know that for sure. The next thing, God loves you. God loves you. And the third thing, life is precious. Don't waste it. Be with people that you want to be with and do things that you want to do. We're only here for a short time. Make the most of it, friends. Thank you so much for your presence, for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do. Thanks again for having me. It's been such a pleasure to speak on your podcast, wishing you wonderful future and happiness and sending lots of love your way. And thanks to all the listeners sending love your way. Bye for now from Donna Goddard in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Donna Goddard and her work, please visit DonnaGoddard.com and linktr.ee backslash Donna Goddard. Donna Goddard is an author and shares her love for the divine and the world with a large international audience. She lives in Melbourne, Australia. more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.